Father, we just enjoy your presence here this morning. Lord, we just thank you that you're reaching out to touch our hearts and our lives. Father, help us to be receptive. Lord, help us to be contrite and broken before you this morning. May we realize who is our source and who is our supply. Father, you're worthy of all our praise, all our adoration. We just give you praise this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. You are a mighty God, keeper of the universe, keeper of our hearts. Pour out your spirit upon us this morning. Through your word, we ask in your name. Amen. Have a couple of announcements this morning. First of all, Darla and I will not be here next Sunday. We're going down to visit our older son and his family. Fellows will be taking charge of the service for us, so uh, I expect uh, there to be a big crowd. It seems like every time we leave, there's a, a big influx, and I'm beginning to wonder why. <laughs> we want to welcome our guests that are here with us this morning. Michael, Courtney, good to have you here this morning. Greg, I don't know where Greg's sitting, but good to have you. <laughs> And Zach, nice to have you this morning. Hallelujah. You know, just one of those weeks in uh, listening to the Lord and trying to decipher what he was saying and what he, his desire was for the word today. And I just love when the songs and the music confirm and the testimonies confirm what God is doing. Hallelujah. You know, there is no one like our God. He created all that there is, all that ever will be. Every good thing that we have is from God. Uh, Every good thing that the world has is from God. They may not realize it, and that's the problem with our world. Uh, You know, there's not enough knowledge of God in it. And really what I want to speak about this morning is humility. There's not enough humility in this world. You know, and I got thinking about this and I thought, well, how do you know you define humility? And it's kind of like it came to me, the easiest way to define it is to say what it's not. So I wanted to share with you this morning what humility is not. And I think you'll see through this definition of what it is not, that there's not a whole lot of humility in the world. Humility is not an over-exaggerated view of self-worth. Humility is not an over-exaggerated view of self-worth. I think you would agree with me that there's a lot of self-worth in the world. A lot of me first, a lot of my right, it's mine, I've done it. You know, uh, there's a song that's sung many times at funerals. I believe it was 
Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. Sad to say there's going to be a lot of people that will stand before the throne of God and say, I did it my way, and God will say, well, that was wrong. You needed to do it my way. My way, God will say. So I want to read from Philippians this morning. You know, and this is something, humility is not just something that the world needs. We need it as Christians. You know, I think it's kind of like Terry was talking about, you know, she had something in her life that's been holding on and holding on, you know. Sometimes we just get to the point where we don't let go of things. You know, we, we think we can handle it ourselves. And, uh, you know, humility is really saying, I need God. I need Him in every aspect of my life. I need Him for everything that I'm doing or ever will do. Anything that has happened in my life that's good, God has been the source of that. It's not my own sufficiency that has caused this. It's God working through me and in me. So I just want to start here in verse 1. Some of this uh, will just kind of be good reading, I think, until we get to the verse that I want to get to. But Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Yodius and beseech Seneca that they be of the same mind in the Lord, and I treat thee also, true yoke fellow. Help those women which labor with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with many other fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. As I read this, I thought this is really uh, apropos for Mother's Day. Let's pray for our women, those that are working in the ministry. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. I think if uh, we didn't think this before, after this coronavirus thing, we're beginning to realize the Lord is at hand. I think what we have been seeing is just kind of a dress rehearsal for what's coming. You know, I don't want to get too political about this, but I don't think this was just a happening. I think this was staged. I, I, really, I really do, and I, I can't prove it. But there's just too many things that I hear that tell me that this, this wasn't just something that happened, it, just something that occurred. It's, it's something that's getting us ready for the end times. Uh, so, you know, let's don't just pass over it. Let's pay attention to what's going on and, and realize what, you know, took place within our lives just for this short time may happen to us for a continue, continuing uh, time later on. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to whom? To God. He's our source. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you all. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care for me hath flourished again, wherein you also were careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content." That's kind of part of the training we're going through right now. We're in a different state, and we've got to learn to be content there. I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed, both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So often, 
this phrase gets shortened, I can do all things. The Bible tells us and clearly indicates to us that we can do nothing of our own selves. The only way we can do something is through Christ. Who strengthens me? He's the one that gives us strength to endure. He's the one that gives us the strength to accomplish the things that are needful in his kingdom. But we need to learn to be humble, that humility would reign within our hearts and lives, that you know, our self-worth wouldn't get blown up and out of proportion. We've seen that in the Christian world before. You know, evangelists getting so big that it goes to their head, and before you know it, they're off track. They forgot who their source was. Their humility is gone. They're no longer serving God. They're serving self. I can do all things through Christ. There's a scripture that says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant. You know, even though he was equal with God, he didn't boast about it. He didn't use that as a leverage, as a tool of leverage. He stayed humble. He continued to let humility reign within his heart and his life. He did not, you know, use that to usurp power and authority over people. I, I want you to think about who did, though. The, the original sinner, Satan. In Isaiah 14, 12 through 15, uh, he's talking, but uh, this is what Satan said. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Even though he was created by God and was a perfect being and perfectly made, he was lifted up because of his self-worth. It talks about how that he was influenced by his merchandise. In other words, the things that he did and the things that he was able to do made him proud and arrogant. He, realized, he didn't realize that that came from God, that it was a gift given from God. And he lift, was lifted up in pride and arrogance and fell. We need to be careful that we don't get into that state as Christians. God blesses us, and through that blessing, you know, multiplication sometimes happens within our lives, financially, spiritually, you know, in all sorts of ways, through our jobs, all this. But we have to realize when those, you know, blessings come our way, it wasn't us. It's not my talent that puts me where I'm at. It's God's blessing and His Spirit working through me that puts me where I'm at. So we have to be very careful that we stay humble. That's the people of God. Realize who our source is. Realize that he is our stay, that everything we have is from him. I want to turn to Isaiah 57 and verse 15 in closing this morning. I think it's in James where it says, Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and in due season he will exalt you. We need to stay humble. 57, I want to read just verse 15 here. And I want you just to listen to this. For thus saith the high and holy one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in a high and holy place. But I want you to notice this. With him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. You want to dwell with God? In a high and lofty place, a high and holy place? Be that person that's of a contrite and humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. That's God's purpose. Uh, you know, just as Connie spoke, we're, we're prone to stray. God is there to bring us back and to revive us. He wants to continue to be with us, especially when we're of a broken and a contrite and a humble heart. 
one that knows that, you know, we've made a mistake. You know, that's the thing in the Bible that separates people. You'll see that there were people that realized they'd made mistakes. David was one of the greatest, made many mistakes, and yet he was humble before God, and God blessed him uh, with someone who would be on the throne forever in, in the kingdom of God. You know, there were others that just took it upon themselves. Saul's a good example of that, the king, the first king of Israel. You know, he was lifted up and, and thought he needed to be in charge, and, you know, God removed him. We need to make sure that we stay humble, people of God. Contrite, uh, you know, keep an eye on your self-worth. You are worth something in God's kingdom. I'm not knocking that. You are valuable to God, but don't let that usurp the authority of God within your life. Don't become like Satan and, and try to take and place yourself above God like you know better than God or that you have a better plan or a better purpose for your life than God does. God is the all-knowing one. He's the supreme authority in all things, and we need to make sure that we stay contrite and humble before him. Hallelujah. Father, I want to just thank you for your word, Lord. Cause us to be a people of humble hearts. Lord, I know we realize that you are our source, but Lord, sometimes it seems like in the daily cares of life, we forget that, and we try to do things on our own. Lord, may we come to you in every situation praying about everything, Lord, not just thinking, Lord, well, I've got this handled and I can, I can do this. Lord, we need you, and we need you every day, every moment of every day. Lord, may we realize as the people of God that only in you will we be successful. Only in you will we be victorious. It's you in us, Lord, that helps us to overcome. Just love you, Lord. Bless your name, Father. Give us a spirit of humility. Hallelujah. Clothe us in humility, we ask in the name of Christ. Lord, we just pray a blessing upon our mothers this morning, Lord, as we are celebrating Mother's Day. We just pray, Lord, that you continue to nurture them in your word and in your spirit, Lord. Give them that humble spirit. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you that you care about us, Lord. You're concerned about us. And Father, your word gives us direction and where we need to go. We just love you, Lord. Just go with us now and uh, let your spirit just stay upon us, Lord, and guide us and direct us. Let your peace, Lord, be that which directs us in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Dismissed this morning.